What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. We have a solo cast for you today. just me no guests just wanted to uh hop on here and shoot the shit with you guys for a little bit a couple weeks ago now i guess at the time of this recording i wanted to kind of marinate on the experiment in the experience and then also i wanted to uh i just dive dove head first back into the gym and just got right back to work but you know, it's been a couple of weeks, and uh, I competed at the IBJJF uh, Pan Am Tournament or Pan's Tournament. I don't know. Did they change the name? It's so confusing. So I'm known as the Pan Am Tournament, which is the Japan American. So Pan Am uh, Tournament is just like a big international tournament. And, uh, but I think it's just called the Pans now. Um, I don't know. So either way, I competed at the Pans 2020. It was, uh, I think, the first big international tournament that has been held since all of the COVID shit, since the lockdown. So it was, it was, uh, it was an exciting time. You know, a lot of a lot of people are happy just to be competing and back you know be back around the jiu-jitsu community and just you know get after it so i competed at this tournament a couple weeks ago so i wanted to just kind of recap that experience and just share some other thoughts you know i did the tournament because i was asked to essentially i if if any of you have been following me at any any point in time or you've heard me talk about competing or fighting or anything like that you'll know I say that uh, I'm just kind of over-competing. I don't really get too much validation out of it. It doesn't uh, really drive to do, you know, physical competition in the form of, like, fighting or these jiu-jitsu tournaments or anything like that. But I know that it is a necessary part of the process. I know that if I do want to continue to um, grow and excel in the sport, uh, to earn my black belt, I do need to start competing um at least do some of the bigger tournaments a few of the big ones whether it's worlds some of the more important ones that do come into town here like we have you know fuji uh, missouri state or agf will come into town just some of these bigger ones or traveling whether it be you know the chicago open or any of these other tournaments and uh pans is one of those tournaments that is one of the bigger ones that really really matter at least to our gym, and I imagine to a lot of other gyms, it's just it's just the big it's, it's the big one. It's the international tournament. It's, it's where you really get to see what you're made of. So, I t- signed up for the tournament, and uh, it, it it's beautiful timing because I I finished up seventy five hard maybe a few weeks before. So going into the tournament, I uh, you know I was just operating at max capacity i was just dude i was was feeling great i was in i was in great shape mentally i was sharp uh everything felt good i I, I physically you know i was healthy no injuries a couple little bumps here and there but that's just normal you know when you're when you're training hard i was in great shape so everything going to the tournament was was good um i will admit that 
mentally, you know, while I was, uh, I was as, as like mentally sharp as I, you know, as I, as I've been just because with 75 hard being a mental toughness program, you know, I, you know, I, I was definitely feeling, um, my best mentally. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that it makes you want to go compete necessarily in that way. You know, I do love to compete in many areas of life, but it just wasn't something that I was wanting to do. So there was that, that hindrance there, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like you signed up for it. You're going to go fucking win. Like you have to, you know, I don't sign up for these things to lose. That's not how I operate. So going to the tournament, feeling great. Uh, they released the, they released the brackets, uh, like a week beforehand. And then I see that I'm, I'm matched up against the number one guy. I can't remember. I think it's Adam Bradley is his name. He turns out of Atos, Atos, Jiu-Jitsu, Atos Jiu-Jitsu. That's what they sound like whenever they, uh, they yell the name over the intercom. Uh, but solid, solid brown belt. I, I believe he won purple belt worlds. Uh, he is just a regular competitor, trains like a madman, competes constantly, whether it's gi or no gi, competes on a very regular basis, um, competes on a lot of these, you know, like fight to wins and, uh, you know, probably like no coast grappling. I don't know what all shows he's been on, but he'll do these shows, these super fight shows, and he's constantly competing at, at the IBJJF, uh, tournaments. I believe I saw he won, uh, the Europeans, which is a really big tournament, and I believe the Asian Open and a lot of different tournaments. So the dude's savage. The dude's legit. And uh, I, I'd i be lying if I didn't say that that definitely was like I was, you know, it got to me. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, uh, of course, it's just my luck. I'm going to get the hardest match off the jump. You know, I go against this guy who's, he was seeded number, uh, he was seeded number one. I was the last seed, you know, again, they do take into account what you've done on the IBJJF. So IBJJF, International uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, is uh, the largest organization uh, when it comes to you know these tournaments and creating a ranking system and just trying to bring like legitimacy and just a, a standard format to the sport. So um, it's a big one. It matters. And uh, so I was like, man, all right, well, I got obsessed. I started watching this guy, you know, and, and checking out his matches because I found out I was matched up against him. I'm like, all right, man, well, fuck, man. Like, this dude's legit, but I'm good, too. Like, I feel like I can do something with this. So even leading up to it, though, man, I was just like, oh, man, like, what am I doing? It almost reminded me, like, my fighting days. Like, why am I doing this? I don't need to be doing this. Like, I'm going through all this emotional turmoil going into the into the match for whatever reason. Uh but you know we get we get down to Florida the the tournament's held in Florida we get there and uh I get to the venue probably I don't know like 2 hours early they tell you to to not get there more than an hour early because they're doing all these covid measures which is cool I get it you got to take care of your uh you take care of yourself cover your own ass insurance and whatnot I don't think anybody's really that worried about getting covid at this place uh but either way you can only go on the day that you're competing. Everybody's, uh, they're asking everybody to wear masks. Uh, so there's limited crowd there. Um, they're trying to keep people socially distanced the best that they can. Um, so they ask to not arrive at the venue too early to help, 
to help prevent, you know, crowding, overcrowding and different things. So I get there a couple hours early. Uh, anyway, at least, yeah, probably about an hour 45 early. Um, I'm like, man, let me just get there. I'm all anxious that morning. Uh, the tournament is a four-day tournament. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I competed on Friday. I um, So I'm 32, about to be 33. And in jiu-jitsu, once you hit 30, you can start competing in the master's division. And they go by like every five years. It's like master one, two, three, four, five, all the way up. Split up every uh, in chunks of like five years. So I decided to compete down in the adult, which is the, you know, 18 to 29 division. These guys are supposed to be the best in the world. They're definitely, I don't know if I would say that the adult is is the best in the world because there are some savage-ass master uh, division competitors for real. And I think there's just some differences for sure. Um, Maybe in general, you can say that those guys are the best in the world, but I think just being younger you know they definitely maybe have a different pace a different uh maybe athletic ability than when you do get a little bit older but as men we hit our physical prime in our late 20s and early 30s so those that master one division is no joke and and even going into master two so to say that the adult division i don't i don't know now i'm gonna start asking some of some other people whenever i sit down with more jujitsu people and kind of get in their thoughts as well but either way, so the Master 1 division I was going to have to compete in uh, wasn't competing until Sunday. And I'm like, you know what, Let me. I want to test myself. I want to go against the quote-unquote best in the world. So, And I want to compete earlier than Sunday. So I went down to the Master or to the Adult division. So I, I competed on, on, uh, on Friday, which was cool. So we get to Florida on Thursday, uh, Thursday evening, my girlfriend and I, Deja. And, you know, we... Uh, we get some food, just kind of relax. Next day, right into the tournament. I think I'm supposed to compete at like 12-something. I get there, and uh, I'm just kind of hanging out. I'm like, all right, man, I probably got like an hour. Um, I'll start getting ready in like, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. They call my name over the intercom to to come check in and start competing. I'm like, well, fuck. It's, it's an hour earlier than the posted time so i'm glad i was there with plenty of time i rush i put on my my gi go check in we're waiting then it's time it is time to do the deed and uh i get in this match and i lock up with this guy and there's just something about whether it's jujitsu or it's wrestling or it's fighting or just, you know, even in Muay Thai and, you know, you, you lock up with somebody, you know, I probably feel it in judo and just all these different combat sports, but you lock up in some, with somebody, you exchange this energy, you feel something. I lock up with this guy and, you know, quickly he pulls guard on me. And I'm like, oh, this guy is like, I'm, I feel stronger than him. I'm like, oh, he can't do shit with me. And, and, and with that, in that moment, you just, you gain like this calmness and this confidence uh it's 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 a it's a great feeling you know it's it's something else anybody who's competed they know what i'm talking about but we get in this match we go through this match and he decides to uh he pulls guard and he, he uh he proceeds to work what is called a worm guard which i've actually you know, we got a guy at our gym, his name's Carlitos, who, and he's always the one who comes to mind, who's pretty good with the lapel. He he does a, he has a, a pretty extensive lapel game, meaning he will use his gi or your gi 
to wrap you up or put you in positions or choke you with it. So I have seen some lapel stuff, but apparently, and I've this is all coming after the fact. I didn't know this prior, but I've been doing some research on it. Um, there's a guy by the name of uh, Keenan Cornelius who is really good with this guard, the worm guard. And so this guy proceeds to, uh, has me in full guard, digs for an underhook, takes underhook under my leg, takes my gi, t- uh, pulls it out, wraps it around my leg, feeds it to his underhook arm, and h- proceeds to hold that grip for the next six minutes and 45 seconds or how it's a seven minute match and uh it wasn't it wasn't too long until before we got to that position he proceeds to to get this grip and to hold that one grip for the next seven minutes um you know he went for a couple triangle attempts which at the time i thought maybe were more dangerous than they were now having worked the position i realized that he would have had to have let go of that grip to secure any sort of triangle um he didn't let go of that grip at any time so he's never really attacking that he went for a couple sweep attempts maybe went for an arm bar um at the very end i think he finally let go of that grip went for an omoplata sweep um i tried to pass a couple times take his back uh, we, but we mostly just sat in that position. So when the match was over, it was zero, zero, no points, no advantages, uh, and the advantages awarded for like a near sweep or, um, a near submission. Like you really get close to this position and you make the other guy, uh, fight out of it and you can get an advantage for doing that. There's no stalling points or anything like that. Zero, zero. So it goes down to a ref's decision and he wins. Uh, man, I was I was pissed, but I understand why he won. I do feel like he was active enough to get the win. Um, although, you know, in hindsight and, and having looked at the match now and broke it down and studied it, and I can understand why he, he got the win. I think because he was the number one seed. I think because he did look active, even though he didn't really open up and do a whole lot. He just held he held that grip the entire time. And I didn't really have an answer for it. So, you know, kudos to him. It was definitely a learning lesson. But, man, whenever I got done with that match, that guy was supposed to be the number one seed. He ended up going on to take second at the tournament. He lost to another Savage who uh, is a world champion at at Brown Belt, I do believe, and got his black belt right after that tournament. Um, Just a a really savage competitor. Uh, That adult division, I will say, is stacked. Um, a lot of great competitors there for sure. and uh, But he went on to take second. I was watching him go out throughout the tournament. I'm like, man, I could have beat that guy. And like the guys he's beating, I could have beat as well. And I could have beat him. And this guy is ranked at adult brown belt at, you know, I think like 30-something in the world by flow grappling, I do believe. So he's, fuck, man, you know, top 30, top 40 guy. And he didn't even score a point on me. And, you know, people are congratulating me because of that. Like, oh, great match. You know, that guy's really good. And it was 0-0. Like, there's no shame in that. And, you know, it is just jujitsu. It's not It's not the end of the world. Like, I'm not beating myself up because of the loss. I'm really not. But it did light a fire in me. It let me realize, like, man, like, I can do this too. Like, I think a part of the reason why... 
I decided that I don't want to keep competing is some of it's just fear, if I'm being honest. It's just like, it's easier to like just not do the work, whether it's anything, whether it's sports or uh, business or anything, any goal, losing that weight. Uh, it's easier to just not attempt than than try and fail. You know what I mean? And it gets a lot easier to just to just not do the thing. So I think I just got to a point where I'm just like, man, like I just don't want it, and I just don't want to even try. And you kind of lose a little bit of belief in yourself. You know, I would say out loud, oh, like I don't get validation from this, but like I do. Like it feels good when people fucking know that you're good at something. It feels good to get that external validation. I do like it. For whatever reason, I decided that oh, I don't, I don't want to pursue that. Uh, for what if it feels maybe vain or it just doesn't. But I'm like, you know what, man, I'm fucking good at jujitsu. I love jujitsu. Um, I've essentially turned this into my career path. I do jujitsu every day. Um, I'm teaching jujitsu on a regular basis. I train constantly. Uh, I'm just like, you know what, man, like that guy's supposed to be really good, and if he's supposed to be really good, then I must be really good too. Uh, I'm going to start doing this more. I'm going to start competing more. I'm going to start training. So immediately after getting back, man, you know, just went right back to the lab, start training. I've worked this worm garden now for the past couple of weeks. I think I do have an answer for it if I see it again. Just got back from training with uh, Heath, uh, with the Pedago submission fighting team under Heath Pedago up in Mount Vernon. Those guys... You know, the Daisy Fresh Squad, like, those guys are the shit. I love I love training with those guys. They're, they're some hard-nosed dudes. Like, I was training, I was rolling, and he hit me with a little, he was on, he was, uh, I was in his guard, he hit me with a little short shot, a little boom, a little, little open palm to the, to the, to the, to the chin there. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, like, all right, we're doing this. Like, okay, so then, shit, came through, and those guys go rough, man. So, we, you know, I'm dropping a forearm across his face because, like, the, the level of intensity that you have to roll with to train with those guys to compete at that level to to win on on the stages that they're winning on you got to be rough you got to be able to do the damn thing and it feels good to get back to that after having not fought for the past you know three years like like there's just something about the nitty and gritty and just getting after it and just putting everything into this training camp so it, it felt good to roll with those guys it feels good to be back to training it feels good to uh, have the drive to compete again. I've already signed up for the Nogi Pans uh, coming up here at the end of November in Atlanta, and I'm going to be doing the Atlanta Open for Gi. So, man, I said I was done competing, but I'm back. Like, this shit has me fired up, ready to get after it. I've been training like like none other. I just want to keep competing. I feel like there's some things I can do on this brown belt stage before I get my black belt. I just want to keep getting better and just keep getting after it. Like, I'm going to keep going back up to uh, Mount Vernon, training with those Daisy Fresh dudes, like all those guys. I'm, 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 and this is just kind of uh, foreshadowing, or I don't know if that's the right word for this, but either way, I'm going to be sitting down with a lot of those Daisy Fresh guys. Um, if you don't have Flow Grappling, check out flowgrappling.com and sign up for that. There's a whole uh, documentary series out right now on those guys. I think there's four episodes, and... Um, by the time I release this, I think the fifth episode should just be coming out. Um, I think it comes out on Wednesday. So, uh, those guys are just killing it, man. They live in the gym. 
Um, they're just they're they're keeping it bare bones. They're just training jujitsu and and just doing whatever they got to do to be the best in the world. So they got a whole squad up there: Andrew and Bird Wiltsy, um, Alejandro, uh, George, uh, Spatch, uh, fucking Marshall, uh, Adam. I already mentioned Jacob Couch. Uh, man, just, just, I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of, there's just so many good fucking Rondo, just so many good, uh, guys up there training and they're all just getting after it. And, uh, so I decided that, Hey, if I want to, if I want to do something on this, on this competition stage, then I got to start training with the best. So went up there and I'm going to continue to go up there on a regular basis and train with those guys. And I'm going to start sitting down with a lot of those guys on the podcast here soon and, and letting you guys hear their stories. Um, they're, they're the definition of what jujitsu is. Like they live, eat, breathe this shit. And, uh, it's just cool to know those guys and to have them be a part of team Vagi and to see everything that they're doing. So, man, it's a beautiful thing. I love jujitsu. I love the community. I love what, you know, what it can do for you, where it can take you, the people you meet. Um, it was a great experience competing uh, this year at, at the Pans, and um, I look forward to doing it many times more in the future. Hopefully, we can get back to normal. You know, it was fucking, it was chaos driving down there. Not driving down there, traveling down there. <sighs> Man, we flew, my girlfriend and I, and uh, traveling with these masks is the worst fucking deal right now i mean seriously it's it's so uncomfortable these motherfuckers like they don't even do like they're not even doing like food or drink services on the planes because they're trying to get people to keep their masks on uh it's just like if you're really that worried about it i'm not worried about getting covid i'm doing everything i can possibly do to stay healthy as possible if i do get it I get it. If you're a high-risk population person, I think at this stage of the game, I mean, it's been many, many months, um, I think you need to do everything that you can to try to keep yourself healthy. I think um, if if you do need to wear a mask when you're out, then you should certainly do that, or you should try to stay home. But I, I don't think we can keep the rest of society hostage. I, it's just like a lot of the people that I that – I, I see out where they're just doing it out of courtesy, not because, at least what I noticed, it's not because they absolutely want to do it or they're fearful of getting something. It's like you wouldn't be out in the world doing shit if you're really that fearful, in my opinion. So it was it was super uncomfortable traveling with, with the mask. Not, no bueno. Not not fun in my book. Uh, but Florida's cool. Um, it was a good time going down there, spending a few days. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we uh, we just explored, man. This is one of our favorite things to do is just eat our way through a city. Got some really delicious meals. Uh, we made them count for sure. There's this place in Orlando called uh, uh, Mrs. Potato. It's this Brazilian place. It was on uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on Food Network with Guy Fieri. And it's one of my favorite things to do is, is see what places are on on that show when I when I travel around and check some of those out whenever I can. But man, this place was the bomb. So fucking delicious. So so good. So we got some really good food while we were down there. Just just exquisite, really. I, I don't even I don't I wish it I, I wish I had all of the words. I needed to have a better vocab to just describe 
just how like man just the flavors were just so rich and just so full and man like you got this beautiful they do this thing where it's like shredded potatoes um almost like hash browns but it's like it's like this disc and it's like it's like this and if you're watching you can see my hands doing this thing but it's 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 this potato thing and then it's stuffed with whatever that they're stuffed and i had this um like this steak this brazilian type steak that they had it was like shredded and oh my god it was just so juicy and moist and just the flavor and then you got this crunch with the potato man mrs potato check them out it was so good we had some really good meals while we were down there uh it was the first time actually spending any time in orlando it was all right it was cool florida really isn't my favorite place if i'm being real with you i, I get i get much better vibes out west than i do um in florida and uh, i don't like how flat and swampy it is i don't like the fucking swamp um, I don't like all the the lizards everywhere. I don't like all the the fact that there's alligators and boa constrictors. It's humid as shit, which is if that's your deal, it is what it is. But man, I've, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of nice people in Florida. I'm sure there's a ton of you guys. I know I got some listeners in Florida. I'm sure you guys are great. Uh, but what I have noticed is that at least compared here to the Midwest, where I'm from. The people are a little bit more abrasive, and that's just not my jam. So, <sighs> Florida, you know, it's it's an alright place to visit here and there. They got some nice beaches for sure. It is not it's not my favorite place, and maybe even Orlando is just a, it's just a little bit too touristy. Like, there's these huge shop, like everything's like a shopping center, and in this one shopping center, it's, it's, everything is, like, meant to be big and extravagant and try to, like, wow you and to pull you in, and it's, like, we passed this one shopping center, and there's a fucking mega church in it, and then there's, like, a payday loans, and there's, like, a nail place, and then there's, like, a dollar tree, and it's just, like, all of this in this one shopping center, and I'm just, like, okay, so I guess I can go to church and then get my nails done and then go pick up some shit from the dollar tree. It's just, like, oh, my goodness, just a crazy environment. It's interesting traveling around and seeing how other people live because we're all just people living, man. No judgment, really. It's just, is it for you or isn't for you? I mean, we're all, we're all different, but we're all the same at the same time. So it was cool, man. Florida is, Florida is definitely an interesting spot, an interesting spot. Uh, I still check it out every now and then, but, you know, vacation here and there, you know, maybe visit. But it will not be my first place to visit by any stretch of the imagination. So... Yes, that is a Florida. You know, I had something else I wanted to say about that place, but I cannot remember. Oh, we went to Daytona. Daytona was pretty cool. I fucked with Daytona. I liked Daytona actually better than I liked uh, Clearwater, St. Petersburg area, to be honest with you. So that was that was a cool little spot. The beach was nice. Vibes were chill. We went to this place called Caribbean Jacks, which was fire as well. Uh, so either way, Deja and I had a great time. It was a good time. Um, oh, I know what it was. I've, I think I maybe have said this on a, on another podcast in the past, but I have found, especially in Florida, the best place to drive is in the right-hand lane because for some reason there's always there's there's these assholes just driving in the left lane, just cruising, like super slow. Like, what are you doing? You're in the passing lane, and you're just driving normal. I can't understand it. I don't understand why people – so I found, you know, I've driven a lot of miles across the country. I have found that the international – 
or at least the national, uh, at least here in, in the States, the, the national passing lane is really the right-hand lane because people like to think they're driving fast and like to hang out in the left lane, but they're really just blocking traffic, and then you can just swerve over to that right lane, pass them, and get back in the left and keep cruising. Oh, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. I passed so many people on the right-hand lane because we drove from Orlando to Daytona and then back uh, to fly out. We went there on the last day on Sunday. And, uh... Oh, man, it was it was quite the drive. Oh, we also went to this place called DG, DG for Damn Good Donuts. And uh, they're right. That's kind of our thing. We we uh, Anytime I go to a city, a new city, we got to get some donuts, Deja and I. We go get some donuts because how it's just our thing. You know, we like to find the best donuts everywhere we go. And so far, the best donuts... I've absolutely had the best I've have had period hands down throughout the, anywhere in the country so far is in Memphis, Tennessee called Gibson's Donuts. The best donuts in the country hands down. Now, DG, they were okay. They had some nice creative looking donuts, but I found they were just kind of plain um just like a plain flour donut, like nothing nothing special. They 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 look cool though. They had some nice decoration. They were inside of a of a fucking gas station with like no sign. You would never even know they're in there unless you like yelped it or something, which is what we did. But uh, it was cool. Um, all in all, a very successful trip. Uh, I'm happy to have gone and and, and done the tournament. It, like I said, a little fire in me. Um, I'm more motivated than ever. I'm more driven than ever. I I, I want to do some things on this jujitsu scene, so I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening. Just me rambling for 30 minutes. No real lessons in here. Just shooting the shit with you guys, talking about my trip a little bit. It was a good time. Uh, I will be back soon with another guest. Uh, We have a good conversation lined up pretty soon. Uh, Yeah, that's it, guys. Do me a favor. If you are getting value out of the show tell a friend leave a rating and review subscribe all of these things help us grow and i cannot thank you enough so until next time guys i'll see you later bye